Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Hi, we're brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. I want to do an email segment. This is from Brian, who writes, Thought you might be interested, and what he did is he linked me to the story I just did. Okay. But the 115 plastic cups and two flip-flops in the belly of the beast, the whale. Not knowing that you just read that. I find it especially interesting that this story states where all the plastic is coming from, China and Indonesia. One could deduce that if these countries pollute on this level with plastic, what else are they polluting? Why are environmentalists not focused on other countries? Service road of life thoughts, please. Yeah, my service road of life thought is that extreme environmentalism is merely a means to bring about the end of the United States. It's our fault. Right. It's our fault. Right. India, Indonesia, and China have got to get their act cleaned up far more than we do. Once you shut us down, there's no stopping those others. Uh, they don't have any desire to stop. Regarding, uh, this is from Steve, regarding uh, yesterday the mention of those shoes that have the flipped, that had the flip uh, tongue. Yes. He believes they're called Snapjacks. He looked it up and sent me some pictures of them. Snapjacks, snapjacks not rockabillies. Yeah, Snapjacks. All right. All right. Uh, offsite correspondent Jordy notes nearly had our flight to Arizona diverted to land for medical emergency because a young adult woman fell asleep with her face against the window and uh, uh, woke up to thinking she had a stroke because one side of her face went numb. In all my years of flying, I've never nearly had to land because someone was dumb. Drunk, yes, but not just dumb. I think she may actually need a my pillow next time. Maybe you can work that into an ad. I'll do that right now because Mike Lindell's got a great deal going. In addition to having invented having invented the the my pillow, you can get the travel pillows too from Mike from my pillow, and they are great for air, uh, airplane flights. He now has come up with the my pillow mattress topper, three unique layers, uh, superior support, ultimate comfort, regulates your body temperature. Uh, but the best part is you don't have to go out and spend thousands of dollars on a new mattress. You can uh, rejuvenate your mattress with the my pillow mattress topper. They have a 10-year warranty, a 60-day money-back guarantee, and they come in seven sizes, from twin to Cal King. And Mike Lindell is extending a special offer to GL Podcast listeners now through December 31st. You can save 30% on any size MyPillow mattress topper and get two MyPillow standard pillows when you enter the promo GL at checkout. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Mattress Topper button on the homepage, and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. Perfect. 
Uh, who's this? This is uh, Kim writes, so these salon members who want to ban menthol cigarettes, aren't they the same ones who want to legalize marijuana for recreational use? I never heard of a crime being committed because of someone having had smoked menthol cigarettes. All right. Uh, uh, Tim writes, another reason we don't want to be like Europe. Finland has the world's most ridiculous holiday. In November of each year, Finland celebrates something called National Jealousy Day. On this day, the government publishes the taxable income of every person in the country so you can see what your neighbor makes. Huh. That would be dreadful, <laughs> yes, wouldn't it? Yes, very dreadful. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Erica. Joe, I started listening to GL on the radio when I commuted with my dad from Cambridge to Minneapolis every weekday. I went to school at the U and my dad worked downtown. Commuting an over, over an hour each day, every day, was uh, rough, but GL gave us something to look forward to and laugh about during all of those afternoon drives while we watched the miles of brake lights ahead of us. Some, uh, sometimes we couldn't make a move. Now I'm on active duty military member stationed in Germany. I discovered the GL and Sports Talk podcast over a year ago, and I have listened to every episode of both shows ever since. I'm glad you have been able to continue the show as a podcast, even though it is no longer available on radio. It's a little piece of home that I look forward to each day, and I'm going to show my dad how to listen to the podcast when I come home for Christmas. If you haven't read The Coddling of the American Mind, it is an interesting look at the academy and, and why now it's students, not faculty or outside groups, who demand restricted speech on campus. Uh, she wants to hear more Patrick clips, too. She uh, she wants to hear Costa bleeping Rika, and uh, let's take a vote from the airport. Uh, if you would like me to send a box of German chocolate and candy to the GL crew, please let me know. I would be happy to send something via USPS. That'd Erica. be a yes. Yeah. Uh, already, uh, already better you get on that already? Oh, yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, she's sending some stuff. Uh, Very nice of her. Lisa writes, hello, Costa Joe. bleeping Rika. There. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Lisa writes, hello, Joe and Gumption County, Gumption County employees. I have a ray of hope to share. Last week, I dropped my eighth and ninth grade daughters off at Starbucks to wait as I went to a parent-teacher conference. As I lamented to them that it could be at least an hour and a half before I picked them up, my eighth grade daughter said, no worries, Mom, we're going to get comfy, split earbuds, and watch Ben Shapiro. If this, has been a, <laughs> if this is a teen rebellion, I am ready for it. Uh, the only thing I miss about not being on the radio is pulling up to a light chuckling and getting a knowing head nod from another GLer who has the show on. Nice. Now I list, now I just look stupid laughing by myself in the car. All right. Uh, oh, uh, Scott writes, Irv Gordon, the famous million miler Volvo man. Remember that guy? Yes. Uh, he has reportedly died at the age of 77. The news was confirmed by his fan site, which cited a Facebook post by his daughter. Gordon, a former school teacher from Long Island, gained fame and Guinness World Records mentions by driving, driving, and driving the Volvo P1800 he bought in June 1966. He originally turned to Volvos after having trouble with two consecutive Chevrolet Corvairs. Gordon needed a dependable car to get him back to, uh, and forth to work every day, doing 125 miles of daily commuting. Uh, a Wired article on Gordon says he really got into the record driving thing after realizing he had passed the 250,000-mile mark with his Volvo with just basic maintenance and no repairs, getting a nice letter back from Volvo after he wrote the company to praise its product. The first million miles were a big deal for Gordon, his Volvo and the car maker. Volvo gave him a new 
Bertone Design 780 Coupe he proceeded to use as a family car, eventually selling it with just over 450,000 miles. The P1800 he kept. The Guinness record was broken at 1.69 million miles. Woo! Almost exactly a million miles after Gordon had the engine rebuilt, despite the car not needing the work after all. It turned out to be fine, and Gordon had just been overly cautious. The second million-mile mark passed in 2002, earned Irv a new C70. Remember that guy? I sure do. I thought that was pretty cool that the car maker was involved with that. And actually, this is an email. This is an actual piece of mail that came in the mail today. Greetings to the Garage Logic guys. We are on the road again and continue to follow you via podcast. It has been fun following you with all of your new venture. You uh, have a good rhythm going. You all keep us laughing and entertained as we drive through the U.S. Also, I got a new knee this summer, and your podcast really helped to break up the days as I was healing. Happy Thanksgiving, Bob and Julia. Bob and Julie. How about that? All right. And uh, Chief Offsite correspondent, uh, correspondent Kelsey just has some random thoughts. Okay, what random thoughts? Isn't it weird that in America, our flag and our culture offend so many people, but our benefits don't? Hmm. All right. How can the federal government ask U.S. citizens to pay back student loans when illegal aliens are receiving a free education? She has random thoughts here. Mm -hmm. Only in America are legal citizens labeled racists and Nazis, but illegal aliens are called dreamers. Hmm. Can't quite figure out how you can proudly wave the flag of another country, but consider it punishment to be sent back there. That's a good point, isn't yes, it? Yes, very. That's a really. Good one point. of the only things I wonder about the caravan is if you're so desperate to get to America, why are you brandishing your Honduran flag? Right. Why don't you leave that behind? The Constitution. It doesn't need to be rewritten. It needs to be read. William F. Buckley said liberals claim to want to want to give a hearing to other points of view and are then shocked and offended when they discover there are other points of view. <laughs> God, isn't that the truth? Joseph Sobren said need now means wanting someone else's money. Greed means wanting to keep your own. Compassion is when a politician arranges the transfer. <laughs> and finally, Florida has had 119 hurricanes since 1850, but some people still insist the last one was due to climate change. A St. Louis area school district accused a longtime substitute teacher of bullying students who refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance because he thanked the students in class who did stand for the pledge. I thought that's a clever way to, to reward people that stood. And leave alone people that didn't. All right, run that by me again. So a, su- a St. Louis area school district accused a longtime substitute teacher of bullying students who refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance because he thanked the students in class who did stand for the pledge. Sounds like a garage logic way to uh, to get through that, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. The PA announcer said, please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I said, let's go. Jim Furkin recounted to station down in the St. Louis area station, uh, KTVI-TV. The PA announcer said, let's please rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. I said, let's go. Jim Furkin recounted to the station, placing his hand over his heart. The kids got up, 24 kids in class, 22 got up. 
I said, thank you uh, very much, all of you who participated. I appreciate that. And I'm sure all of those families that lost loved ones so that we could have the freedoms that we have today would appreciate that too. And that's what I said. Well, at least one student in the classroom at Parkway South High School in Manchester who refused to stand felt singled out and bullied. Uh, it felt uncomfortable. That's what it was. If you felt uncomfortable, then there's a reason. Too bleeping bad. Right. You were not bullied. And according to a letter to parents and staff from Parkway School District Superintendent Keith Marty, the substitute's comments caused disruption during class. By praising certain students for standing, the students who made the decision not to stand were humiliated and then teased, the station said. I don't know how they were teased if, if this guy's telling the truth. Ferkin's act was considered bullying, KTVI reported, citing a district spokesman, spokeswoman, and he was told not to return to the high school where he's been substituting nearly every day for the last five years. He was permitted to substitute at other schools in the district, the station said. Ferkin, 66, was seen on video giving a piece of his mind to the school board, noting to members that the decision to ban him from the school for bullying is akin to the board banning him from future meetings from complimenting one board member's hairstyle and another board member getting offended, but he didn't compliment that other member's hairstyle. Ferkin has been a district substitute for 10 years, KTV, I said, and he told the board last week he was through. That flag is not to be taken for granted, in my opinion, Ferkin told the station. It is our symbol of freedom. The Super's letter to parents and staff, while not mentioning Firkin's name, added that the decision to ban him from Parkway South High School was due to a pattern of inappropriate conduct. Mm -hmm. The employee was previously restricted from another Parkway High School for recording video of students without their permission in class. In addition, he violated appropriate teacher-to-student interactions by sharing his personal contact information with students. Based on previous concerns from staff and students, the principal of South High addressed these matters with the substitute teacher. The substitute was coached and reminded of his professional obligations. Unfortunately, he did not maintain the high standards we expect of adults who work with our children. It is worth noting that during the recent incident regarding the pledge, the substitute's comments caused disruption. By praising certain students for standing, the students who made the decision not to stand were humiliated and then teased. I, I'm, I find no evidence in this story of the teasing. The class environment did not cultivate an atmosphere of learning and acceptance of the views and values of others. As you know, our mission and vision are integral parts of teaching and learning in Parkway. What do you think uh, Parkway South High School's team name is? Um, the, let's see. We go pretty euphorian here? No, no. Uh, Tigers, uh, Raiders. The Patriots. Patriots. Oh, sure. All right, this is a wonderful example of why the Academy has failed. The Academy is now in the business of assigning equity to one and all. So the, the students who didn't stand for the pledge, uh, their behavior is as valid and as acceptable as those who did stand. And because this substitute teacher apparently thanked the kids who stood. Made the effort. That was considered an affront to the kids who didn't. And it's the academy's business to make sure everyone's the same. They're, they're artificially applying an equity to all. Okay, yeah. So, so the academy is failing because it doesn't teach anymore. It's in the business of distributing recognition to one and all, regardless of your behavior. If, if we can believe the story as it has been uh, read, 
This guy didn't tease or bully anybody, but his thanking the students who stood was construed by the authorities to have been bullying because it did not confer equity on the students who didn't stand. Mm. See, that's why the academy has failed. Completely failed. So, so hang on to because there's irony. Here. I got a better one, but go ahead. If if, if repeat what you just said. Just a minute. I came unplugged and okay. I can't hear you. That's okay. You plug right back in and we're good to go. Just because I found something that was <laughs> a little different to the kids that the kids that sat. What now? What do you want? I want you to repeat what you said because I, I was I said, pretty good. I don't know if I remember it. Uh. The, the, the academy wants to the academy has treat failed. everybody. The academy is failing because it is assigning to uh, all students an equity, however artificially they do so. And, and keeping everybody the same. So, so by thanking the students who stood for the pledge, the, the people who run the academy are suggesting that he, by virtue of doing that, he was bullying the kids who didn't. He took and, away and in, their equity. And in the failed academy, those those kids sitting are not rising for the pledge. Uh, their their position is, is as, as important and as valid as the kids who did stand. And therefore, he was wrong to thank the people who stood. They would have been pleased if he if he would have added and thank you to those who did not. Right, giving them the same equity even though it's, it was it's, it's, it's a failed mess. What's your next one? <laughs> huh? Can't skip over them all. <clears throat> Try to get through this. Yep. The Women's Resource Center, uh, Center at Eastern Michigan University no longer will host the Vagina Monologue, Monologues oh. because it's a, it's, the play lacks diversity and inclusion. <laughs> because no units are involved? Just the well, guys. This I'm the, not the sure these. I'm uh, capable of How understanding this. How diverse could you get? Because the play lacks diversity and inclusion, focuses on cisgender women and excludes transgenders. Hey, look at this one. Right. This one just came up. <laughs> hey, now, wait a minute. The center's decision came on the heels of a survey launched after conversations with current students as well as feedback from a WRC workshop titled, Not All Women Have Vaginas. Huh? What is these, then? I'd probably go to that show. What do you got? Wait a minute. Hey, what do you got? <laughs> Check this out. Right. We feel that making this decision is in line with the Women's Resource Center mission of recognizing and celebrating the diverse, the diverse representations of women on campus, along with the overall mission of the Department of Diversity and Community Involvement, in which the WRC is housed, of supporting and empowering minoritized students and challenging systems and structures that perpetuate inequities. Am I resting my case of why the academies failed? Wow. The WRC said, we truly believe that it is important to center our minoritized, that's a new word for me, as in minority, our minoritized students, and this decision is in line with the mission-driven value. What a bunch of BS. The center's email added that many of the same people favoring the production believe it should be modified or accompanied by workshops that address the diversity and inclusion the play lacks, the outlet said. Just, wasn't it just a few years ago that this was celebrated as a progressive breakthrough? Mm-hmm. 
but alas, copyright law prohibits changing the script of Eve Ensler's iconic feminist play, which features first-person narratives of women discussing their vaginas. Perhaps that must be a hell of a play, huh? Yeah, I think... Um... Uh, it turns out that Eastern Michigan University isn't the first college to take a new look at the play. Uh, American University's Women Initiative, in an effort to broaden the focus from specifically female genitalia to multiple identities and bodies, I guess they canned the thing. Mm. Uh, in 2015, a student group at Mount Holyoke College decided to cancel its annual performance of production, saying the play excludes the experiences of transgender women who don't have a vagina. But wish they did? I have no idea. So let me see if I got this straight. <laughs> yep. Let me Is see. If, check this. Oh, still boy. Little, still a little, the, the jigsaw puzzle's a little off for me right now, too. So let's. We let's can't have a play. About women discussing their vaginas, because not all women have vaginas. Right, and I didn't. That's news to me. That's news to me. Yep, I, I, I assumed that most did. I mean, all did. To tell you the truth, I didn't spend much time on it. In other words, what this is is a nod to the LGBTQIFBCMNNWPQRMPTYZ community. Saying they need to come up with their own play that you know I could I I could be uh, call myself a gal for example and they have to accept that because that's what the club tells them to that's do what you're feeling like but that. I don't have a vagina so therefore that play is not inclusive enough. The, the vagina monologues. This and is the why penis play. this is why the academy has failed. Why it's a complete failure. Because it, it because does. they're only in the business, they're only in the business of assigning equity to people, to, to no matter what. Rather even if they be... have to use, even if they, even if they have to bring genitalia into it, this is what they're up to. I don't think it's a great loss to the world uh, that colleges are canceling this play. But it was at one time extremely. Popular because it was so avant-garde. It was so right, bold. Right, right. It was so forward-looking. I never saw it. I read a lot about it, sure. when, it when it first happened. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, in my role as a mayor, I had to read a lot about it. I didn't read a lot about it because I happened to be interested in the play. Right. I was interested in the reception it was getting. Or reading Act the four, articles. The college years. <laughs> Only to have this, within such a short period of time, develop into a situation where the where the current progressive Mysterian failed edition looks at it and thinks this isn't representative enough. We got to get everybody in there, whether they. Well, then you can never you could never have a play called that ever by their thinking. You could never have a play this called that. This is the problem that we not we that has been created. You can't be everything to all. Sometimes you're in the club and sometimes you're not in the club. Mm-hmm. That's not even a club. You're you're included. And when you're not included, find something that you want to be included with. I mean, I'm getting closer to narrowing down why the Academy has failed. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm getting more and more onto it with each passing day. 
it, it's failed because they're no longer in the business of education. They're in the business of proselytizing. They're not in the business of education. They're in the business of, of ferreting out what they imagine to be victimization. How, why do they get to decide? Because that's what the academy has devolved to. Bullied. Look at their last story on the pledge. Um, the, the students said they were... The students who didn't stand were thought to be bullied because the teacher thanked those who did. Now, bully... Bullied is becoming a the well, it can mean racism. Anything you want. It can a mean racism. Anything. It doesn't mean anything anymore. It's, it's, its value has gone like this. If you were bullied. It could mean anything you wanted to. That's what it means in that case. They were bullied. They were, they were humiliated. Them. And that's not that's not bullying. And, 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 and one of these spoiled brats had the gall to, to say he or she felt uh, humiliated by the teacher thanking those who stood. When, when again— in the failed academy, I guess the only way this guy could have gotten off the hook was to also have thanked those who did not stand. Uh, Thus, their their behavior was as credible as those who stood. Hmm. <laughs> Fast forward ten years. Oh, it's I, over, it, baby. It, it is. It's, it's over. done. I mean, schools, uh, plays, everything. Gender. You can't produce the vagina monologues anymore because not all women have a vagina. That should be part of the play. The epilogue. The ones that don't have one. Yes. <laughs> the ones that don't have one are going to be talking here at the end of the play. You take a left. Right. Yeah, yeah you guys go over here and they're going to talk about not having one and what it's like. I can just see Patrick in the crowd I, trying I to ask a question. Uh, hey, Pat Royce, you start Tribune here. When you don't have one. Uh, what is this, then? Yeah. What do you, what is this you have? When do you find out you don't have one? Now, do you talk to people or what do you, what is going on here? And then before the curtain opens. Where is she? Let's go here. No. I have it's, more time to cover yeah. more things. One follow-up about the, uh, the people that don't have it. Where did it go? <laughs> Why don't you have one? So I could drop it off at Walmart or Goodwill and say, uh, I can get you later. one by three. Yeah, I can get you, I can get you a vagina. Oh my God. That's nothing. That's I can get enough. you one by three o'clock. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I think we can have it. Okay. That. I was uh, tipped off to this. And I don't even, I don't know how or why, but it is our great politician, uh, Ronald Reagan. Mm -hmm. And he's giving a speech, I believe, in West Berlin, and a balloon goes off. And this was right after he was shot mm -hmm. in, uh, in the early 80s. Here goes. By its very existence and character, Berlin remains the most compelling argument for an open world. We're reminded of the many traditions of openness and democracy that have marked the history of this city. America missed me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Now listen to the ovation. <laughs> wow. How, How cool is he? That is about the coolest thing. I don't, I, somebody emailed it and I don't have the emailer's name, but... Isn't that uh, right after he's attempted assassination, wow. Wow. a balloon pops and he looks up, you miss, miss me. me. <laughs> you know what wow. that makes me? It makes me, is it yearn? Yearn oh. is a good word. Oh, my. What? That's only if you have one. You he, can do that. 
if you have one, you can yearn. But no, that that's leadership. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My God, we we miss that so much on so many well, levels. You, you wouldn't get this from the current no. sitting president. He's not that savvy. What would you get? What would you get from W? Somebody's popping a balloon. (laughs) You missed me on that one too. (laughs) No, I don't know. That didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. Let me take that. Who's having a party? Balloon. Well, how would Clinton have handled it? I would have said right there, is that a red balloon? Because I want to see that chick that's sitting over there. I saw her. She was one of my West Berlin interns. Mm -hmm. Uh, Katerina, I think her name was. And I would like to speak with her about missing her. And does she have one? We're done with that monologue thing. What? Oh, yeah, monologue. We're yeah, done. Yeah. But wasn't that cool? I just wanted to show um, uh, what pres- how great President Reagan was. I found more on the Navy uh, furry. Jones. Yeah. What's her first Jordan? name? Jordan. Jordan Jones. Uh, she's currently stationed in California. And... Uh, She believes that being a furry has changed her life in almost every aspect. And she enjoys Aurora, the dog that she identifies as, enjoys an evening at a club. She likes to go to the club in the dog suit. I guess. Now, her husband's in the Army. Really? Yeah. So I wonder how, I wonder how it works in a club. I love the people I've met, so many sweet and caring individuals, and made some amazing friends in just the short time I've been a part of it. I am grateful for all of my followers who enjoy my content as well. The furry is a subculture interested in animal characters with humane person with human personalities and characteristics. Her hobby is no secret from her Navy colleagues, with Jordan even dressing up as Aurora for a recent Halloween event to entertain children. My husband is not a furry at all, but supports me in every aspect of it. Everyone at my work does know about it, too. They think it's cool. She dresses as Aurora for Navy events to entertain the children. I get all kinds of reactions, almost always positive. Kids come up to me for high fives, hugs, and photos. Even adults ask for pictures with me. Some people are shy as well. I have yet to have any negative experiences with the public. Anyone who is hateful towards me, I usually ignore, especially online. Those who criticize her pastime, Joan said, simply don't understand the hobby. And I, I would, I would never harass her because uh, I'm not that interested. But I, I must say, I don't understand the hobby. I don't either. And the fact that she I'm kind said, of a live and let live guy, but, you know, I want my Navy uh, equipment people to be. I don't want them in a dog right. suit. I'll, always focused on. I don't I'm want, sure she is. I'm sure she must be, obviously, or the Navy would do something remedial, wouldn't they? Right, because the guys around her are going, I think she was at the club last night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know. Uh, 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 changing topics uh, wildly. <laughs> uh the Rams played Kansas City last night on Monday Night Football. Huge. And they lo- uh, Kansas City lost, what, 54 to 51? Yes. Yeah. Well, they're, that's amazing. They're the first team in league history to score 51 points and lose. That's amazing. I, every time I turn to it, somebody had just scored. It was wildly entertaining, but I got to tell you, I think it's a troubling sign for the league because – there's no defense? Well, there's that, but like college football, it's kind of fun, but it's not football. Like if you watch a, a Big 12 game, mm-hmm. that's what the scores are. 
it's 54 to 51 weekly. And it's they, not, they're just track meets. It, they? And it's, it's not football. Well, what is football? Uh, you know, I want, I want a little defense. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see somebody stop a team once. It would be kind of uh-huh. nice. Well, one of those was, two, it was entertaining, though. Chicago I will say that. On Sunday night. One yeah. of those two teams is your Super Bowl champion in 2019. Most likely. Don't you think? Yeah, most likely. And that could, could have been a Super Bowl preview. Yep. They're the two best teams in the league by far. Mm-hmm. Chicago's going on strong, and so is Dallas. Yeah, but they're not in the same class as the two teams that played last night. And this Mahomes kid, man alive, is he a story. I did not know this. I heard about this, uh, maybe it was during the broadcast last night. The The father of his girlfriend died at the game, the Chiefs game, last week. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. He was walking. I think he was your or stepfather. Or father stepfather, Mahomes, I'm sorry. Stepfather of Mahomes' girlfriend died at the game. Died last at the week. Chiefs game at Arrowhead oh. Stadium. Kicker problem? I don't. I, I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know the difference between assume and presume. I presume. I I have a. That's not what I asked. I don't want a sentence. I said, do you know the difference? No. I didn't until recently. Is presume it? is when you're reasonably certain about something, and assume is when you're not. That's exactly what I was going to. The passenger, gonna... A passenger fell out of the airplane at 34,000 feet. He is presumed dead because you're pretty certain about it. I assume you're going out to dinner tonight. I don't have any clue, so that's why I would say assume. Okay. I'm going out to dinner with you tonight, and I presume you are buying. <laughs> is, that, is that the proper way? I have a little, you know, uh, background information. So that is, is that the proper way excellent to use that? Yes, oh, that would be, use. that would be correct. Okay. That and, would be correct. And Got very it. accurate. It's right. not, we're not going out to dinner tonight, but the, had we, or should we, uh, you would be right in your presumption. Okay, very good. That's Because your using, arms tend to shrivel I'm up. I'm using it properly, yeah. Right. Look at Just like that, right? Like yeah. they're attached at the wrist. <laughs> I can still do that. We're bearing down on Thanksgiving, GLers. Oh, man. I have and they're backing off the forecast. It's not going to be as pleasant as we thought. Darn it. I wanted about 45 degrees. Me too. uh, I have ordered my smoked turkey Mm -hmm. and paid full price for it. I hope so. Rack Shack Barbecue in Egan Mm -hmm. and in Burnsville. Really? They smoke the turkey. Is it good? You pick it up Thanksgiving morning already. This is the third year in a row. And you know why that's really smart? Because if you're entertaining like we are, then the oven is not occupied by the turkey. For six hours. So you yeah, can make right. other items. So it is the smart, and I don't think you can order anymore. It's probably too late, but uh, it is the best out there, and not having to cook a turkey is fantastic. When, when will you, when can I taste this? When's this? When, I'll what? save some, I will save some for you. Well, when? I have to pick it up Thanksgiving morning. Well, it's not till Thanksgiving morning. Right, yeah. Because yeah, When are we getting stuffing? That's the bigger question. Uh, I don't know if I'll is make it. Is your stuffing uh, recipe online? Used to be. Uh, is it on garagelogic.com? No, we don't have it on the oh. the new website. Uh, you know what? It's okay. We'll f- you know what? We'll figure it out. No, put it on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll, put it on Twitter. I'll put it on Twitter, at Rookie GL. And I'll retweet it from the GL Does podcast. Does it still involve White Castle? Hell, yeah. Oh. So they're still around, White Castle. It's still White Castles. It still involves uh, Jimmy Dean sausage. Mm-hmm. A hamburger, mm-hmm. onions, uh, celery. Mm-hmm. It is. So you'll bring some tomorrow is what you're saying. If I make it tonight. If not, I, you'll get some. Oh, we're not here Friday, are we? No. We'll, we'll be no GL podcast on Thursday or Friday. What will you play, Chris? Or what What? What Silence do what listeners line. do? They can just go through the archives. We've done. T- tomorrow we'll have done 49 of these. That's hard to believe already. Yeah. Wow. 
And it's not, you know, doing the podcast is is distinct from radio because at that specific time, people are not looking from uh, two to four to get, or one to three to get the radio broadcast. I understand that. Yeah. So it's it's different when there is a holiday. We just kind of, you know, not pass on it. But Also, we just there are it. podcast listeners wondering, will they still get their dose of the Christmas light rivalry yes, this year? I will make sure that that is up and available for Christmas. Oh, yeah. We got a little ways to go yet. We got that kind Before we, we hit can Christmas. Do that. We can do that. But it's... Uh, I but we'll dec- be here tomorrow. Uh, In fact, I think the whole club will be here yes, tomorrow. Yes, we will. Yeah, and I declare it party time. It's party week. It's, I know you do. It starts, and you know what? This year, I get a little <laughs> earlier start than I normally would. God on, help uh, us all. <laughs> yeah, radio was a good reason for me to stay sober, wasn't it? <laughs> GarageLogic.com is where you can find everything else, all the other great extras we have, like Greg Holcomb's comics. Yes, he's got some wonderful creations for you. Also, you can find out what's on Joe's bookshelf in Author's Corner. And don't forget to rate us on Apple iTunes, garagelogic.com. You're just a couple clicks away from more Garage Logic.